I wanted to add a quick pre-roll to all episodes to tell you about a live in-person event I am running on Friday the 28th of June in Barnes, Southwest London. It's called Dare Greatly in the Coaching Arena. Together we will get hyper-focused on your most effective two to three personal strategies to propel your business forward. You will stop overanalyzing and second-guessing when you meet your new business besties to brainstorm, support, and problem-solve with. You will leave having outlined your vision and strategy with a newfound sense of connection and focus. I haven't gone into detail as to exactly what we're going to cover on the day yet, so I have opened up a waitlist to ask for the greatest themes coming up right now, and then I will build the event around that. So you can join the waitlist. The link is in the show notes just for the next week or so. There is a special offer of £97 for the full day, including lunch and everything, only for those on the waitlist. So if you are interested in hearing more with no commitment at all at this stage until I fully confirm the agenda, then do sign up for the waitlist this week. You will find the link in the show notes to the waitlist and sign up now. I don't do live events often and I can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I'm on a mission to help brilliant coaches build brilliant coaching businesses. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Welcome to episode four on five ways to save time and money in your business. I'm so glad you're here because in your coaching business, you probably find yourself overwhelmed by how much there is to do and how you're going to fit it all in. Suddenly, when you become a coach, you are also a social media manager, accountant, website designer, IT person, admin person, all in and amongst actually fitting in your family and other caring commitments. So if that's you, I really get where you are and I'm right there next to you. In this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena, I'll share the five main problems that I see coming up time and time again for my coaching clients and ways of overcoming these problems. So from my own experience as a mum of two young children and fitting in my work in and amongst the pretty exhausting school run and all of the holidays, I really do know where you're at with the lack of time that you feel to achieve all of the amazing things that you want to achieve in your business. So let's start with how do we find more time and energy to achieve those amazing things that you want to in your coaching business? And what are the problems that come up and what might be the solutions? So the first problem I see for many of my clients is shiny object syndrome. So when you start out in your business, it's really easy to want to do everything at once. And nearly everyone says to me on discovery calls that I want to sell to individuals and organizations and I'd love to do an online course and I'd love to do a group coaching program and eventually I'd really love to write a book. So I think we end up having so many ideas that it's really, really hard to focus. And before you know it, you are overwhelmed and nothing happens at all. So the first step if this is you and you get distracted by all of those exciting shiny objects out there, is to start focusing on what you're selling. 
sounds super obvious, I know, but what I notice is most coaches haven't really thought about what they are offering this month in their business, for example. So you can get dragged away designing a website, putting out general social media posts, or learning the latest craze without really having a focus of that end result. Like, what are you selling? That's what you're here for in business. And if you are thinking, okay, Joe, I know what I'm selling. I'm selling coaching. I would highly recommend that you read a blog post I've created on helping you to map out your own signature coaching offer. Or better still, come to one of my free workshops. I will be running one in April. So if you are not on my email list yet, please do go to my website, joannalotcoaching.com and sign up for my email list and you'll receive an email as to when I'm going to run this 90-minute free workshop on helping you to create a high-value offer. So once you have decided what you're selling, the second step is to map out the services that you're going to be selling across the year. And you actually get points on this one for creating the least amount of services possible. For example, I have one core service. So I think When you start out, it's super easy to want to create so many services so you appeal to so many different people. And you soon realize with experience that you just don't have the capacity or the resources to market so many different services at once. And if you look at all of the best companies, they are generally selling one thing. So if we think about Lego, for example, they're just selling Lego. And actually, I know the head of branding at Lego and his advice to me was do one thing really, really well. That's the key to building a super successful brand. And I completely agree in my experience of running my own coaching business. So now you have your service or if you do want to sell more than one thing, I would highly recommend mapping it out across the year. So, for example, in January to March, I'm going to be selling my career change package. In April, I'm going to be selling to organizations, for example. So if you do want to sell more than one thing, it's still advisable to sell one thing at one time so you can fully focus and know what you're doing in your business. So pause this if you want to work alongside me and map out those services across the year. What are you selling this year? And map it out so you can fully focus in your business. Great, so now you have an annual plan. The second step is to add in any bigger projects. So for example, if you are launching a website, then put this onto your annual plan. And it's really good to remember Parkinson's law at this point. So time expands for the amount of time you allow for that task. So what I find is people can work on their website for an entire year because there is no deadline. No one else really cares when you launch your website. It's just down to you. So I would highly recommend setting a deadline and telling as many people as possible that you will do this thing by this particular date. So that's my top tip on your website or any other bigger projects in your business. So now you have your overarching annual plan, you know what you're selling and you have mapped out any other big projects and when they are going to take place in your business. So break it down now and figure out what are the smaller steps. 
Then time block it. Put this stuff in your calendar. There's a great phrase, what gets scheduled gets done. So it's so, so true. So really do now think about those things and actually put them in really chunky blocks into your calendar and you'll be way more likely to achieve it and build those strong boundaries around it so everything gets done as it should and you don't have those roller coaster months where you are really busy with client work so you stop all marketing and then suddenly you have no clients so you go crazy on the marketing and then you get clients and then you stop the marketing and all of those things can really really happen if you let things slip because there will be continuous things that need to happen in your business all year round so take a moment now to think about those things and put them in your calendar the second problem i often see with coaches i work with is being overly ambitious with your time i definitely experience this myself we can think that we can just whip up a social media post in five minutes before we head out for the school run. And before you know it, the whole day has gone and you probably still haven't got that post out. I am with you. So for example, I was in a group program once and a copywriter was going to run a webinar on how to get your email out to your list in just two hours a week. And I said, that's absolutely crazy. I would never join that webinar because it only takes me half an hour to write to my email list. Why would it take two hours? And then she suggested I use the app Toggle. So I will link to that in the show notes. And yes, she was right. It definitely takes me two hours by the time I think about what I might like to write to my list, actually write something to the list, then do all the tech bits to make it actually work. So we can often underestimate the time it takes to do tasks. So I would highly recommend tracking those tasks using an app like Toggle and really knowing, okay, this is a genuine realistic example of what these things are gonna take me and put those in your calendar. So like we discussed in the last point, make sure that you have, for example, three hours blocked out on a Monday to plan and schedule your content if it usually takes you three hours to plan that week's content. And then you'll start to see, no wonder why you're not achieving all this stuff, because it's actually not possible given the hours that you have in the day. And I know another really big thing that happens when you are working from home and perhaps you've always been in employment and no one's really expecting those big projects from you. There are no deadlines. So you wander around, you have another cup of tea, you have some more biscuits, you put a wash on, you tidy up your kids' bedrooms. All of those things can end up eating into your time, especially when there are more challenging tasks like sales generation tasks that you could be doing. And obviously you don't want to do those things because they're scary and it brings up so much anxiety. So think about how you can do that thing that you really, really don't want to do first thing in the morning before you use all of your energy cleaning the house and all of those things that end up eating into time. So the third problem I often see is not utilising technology that's available to us. So for example, Calendly is a great scheduling tool that can really save the number of never-ending email chains back and forth searching for a date with your clients. 
ChatGPT is the next thing taking the world by storm. So do search for ChatGPT on Google if you haven't tried it yet. And I'll also link to it in the show notes. We had an AI expert run a workshop for my business of coaching group last month, and it was completely mind-blowing how much time this can save in your business. It can write blog posts for you, social media posts, proposals. It can write your weekly shopping list. It's insane the stuff it can do. I have found the best way is to start by telling ChatGPT who you are and what you do. So you might want to type in, I'm a business coach and I help qualified coaches to build their business and get clients, for example, is what I would type in. Then I might share a little bit about my approach, being honesty, not hype, and also share my business values of honesty, authenticity, and integrity. I might then train it to understand how I like to communicate by copying in a few of my current pieces of content, maybe some blog posts I've written, and then I would ask it if it has a feel for my style of writing. And then once it's hopefully told me that it understands who I am and what I do, then I could say, write me a blog post on how to save money and time in your business. Within one minute, you will have this blog post written for you. And I'm not saying that it will be completely in line with your style and you will need to add your personal stories to make it more you. And I do take quite a lot of time to do that after ChatGPT drafts something for me. But it really is helpful to just give me something to work with. And it just helps you to overcome any of that blank page syndrome. So the idea generation is something that can really help you to have something to build upon. Do let me know if you give it a try. So the next thing that can help you to utilize technology available is to automate. So this may be using a scheduler to schedule your content out across the month. It might be using email marketing, which is something I teach in my business of coaching program because email marketing has a return on investment of 4,030% versus social media, which is just 26%. So it does take some time to learn and to do the upfront building, but then it is an asset in your business that works for you genuinely while you are sleeping. So automation might also include things like ads, maybe if you want to use Facebook ads, for example, you will need to be super clear on what you're selling to who, before investing money in ads. So the fourth problem I see when coaches first go self-employed and even actually years into self-employment is the lack of deadlines and accountability. So often for the first time in your life, you don't have to hand your homework in or meet that work deadline. No one will actually notice if you do that task or not. So what I see is lots of things not being done or taking so much longer than they need to take because there is no deadline or accountability in place. So if this is you, you are not alone. Studies have shown that having accountability in place increases your likelihood of success by 95%. So if you are procrastinating right now, don't worry, it's not just you. I build lots of accountability into my program. 
checklist that my clients complete at the beginning of the week and then the end of the week. And also most people have accountability partners where they actually talk to someone on a Monday to say, here's my priorities for this week. And then they have a very quick catch up on a Friday to say, here's how I got on. So it really, really does make a huge difference. So have a think about what accountability you can put in place so you actually achieve those huge, amazing goals that you have set for yourself. Co-working is another great thing that can help you when you go self-employed in your business. So literally just by sitting on Zoom with somebody else, both telling each other what you intend to focus on during that period of time, going on mute so they are getting on with their task and you are getting on with your task and then feeding back to the person at the end of the session. I know lots of my clients co-work like all day long together. So it's not so lonely. And so they actually stay at their desk and keep away from that biscuit tin. If you don't have anyone to pair up with for co-working at the sort of time that you want to do it, Focusmate is a really great tool that you can use up to three times a week for free. So I will link to it in the show notes or you can Google Focusmate and you choose the exact time you want to focus on a specific task and it will pair you up with someone else from across the world who also wants to focus on something at the exact same time as you. So it sounds really strange because literally you are co-working with a teenager in Brazil, for example, and he is doing his dissertation and you may be working on your social media posts. But all you do is you go on at the beginning of that session and you say what you're intending to work on. They say what they're intending to work on. You do the same. You both go on mute for 50 minutes. And at the end of that session, you tell the person how you got on. So it's just that accountability that can really help you to achieve more than you ever could achieve on your own. So the fifth problem is you don't know what you don't know. So I was astounded when I saw the image of all possible knowledge and the tiny slither, 5% of what we actually know. Then the next slice is 15% stuff that we already know that we don't know. So for example, if you want to set up an email list, you may know you want to set up an email list, but you don't really know how to do it. And the biggest slice is 80% that you don't even know that you don't know yet. So I will link to this image in the show notes because it's quite astounding. And that knowledge gap is so, so true when you are building your coaching business. I notice it a lot from new coaches on discovery calls saying, I'm so excited about this. I know exactly what I'm gonna do. And when I talk to people, say two years down the line, they suddenly are like, do you know what? There is so much that I don't know and I really need your help. So I do think the more you know and the longer you've been in business, the more you know that there is so much that you don't know. So asking others who have done what you want to do is a huge time saver in your business. I am super grateful that I invested in a mentor when I first started my business and I'm always working with a coach or mentor on my business and in my personal life. So I remember someone questioning me when I first signed up to that um, amazing mentor, thank you Faye if you are listening, saying why would you do that? She's only a few steps ahead of you. 
And I said, yes, exactly. Recent enough to remember what it's like to be where I am now, but ahead enough to help me to get to where she currently is quickly. So can you find someone who's done what you want to do and seek their help? Okay, so let me summarize today's episode. Firstly, we talked about the problem of shiny object syndrome, getting pulled from pillar to post with all of those exciting things that you could do. And the first step to deal with shiny object syndrome is to start by focusing on what you are selling. So that end result that you want from all of the tasks that you are doing, and then to map it out, including any other projects that you have going on over the year. The second problem we talked about was being overly ambitious with your time. So track your time. You can use a app like Toggle to do so, so you know exactly how long things take you and then time block it all out in your calendar. The third thing often in the way is not using the technology available to us. So you may want to consider using tools such as Calendly, ChatGPT and other automations. The fourth thing often in the way is no deadlines or accountability in place. Think about Parkinson's law that time expands for the time that you allow for that particular task. So deadlines and accountability really, really do help. So how can you put those things in place so you achieve more in your business? And the last point was you don't know what you don't know. We only have 5% of all of the knowledge about everything out there in the world, 15% of things we already know that we don't know, and a shocking 80% of things we don't know that we don't know yet. So find a mentor who's already done what you want to do to shorten that learning curve. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and found it useful. I would love to hear what you implement from today's episode. So do use me as accountability. Drop me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram and let me know if you have done anything of what I've shared in this episode. Here's to your success. And like I always say, trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. Please come and say hi to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and let me know how you are getting on in your coaching business and how you're going to go for your dreams this year. My name on LinkedIn is Joanna Lott and handle on Instagram is at Joanna Lott Coaching. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Thank you so much for listening. Speak soon.